Hey there, it's me, Lola. And this is Dante. And you are listening to the, the Smoking Profit Podcast. Podcast. Today's message is a little bit different, but I think you're going to love it. It's going to be more organic and super relevant to where we are now. And when I say we, I mean people in general. Today, we're going to challenge the traditional view of work. Yes, the typical nine to five, the one stream of income, the go work for a company all your life, work hard and wait to retire. We're challenging all of that. And we want to talk to you about opening your mind to the possibility of creating multiple streams of income, passive streams of income, income that you have to kind of put in a little bit more work for. (laughs) But we want to open up your mind to these things, which we feel is relevant. Of course, because right now our world has been changed. And right now there are people who relied on that nine to five job to pay all their bills and they're furloughed or they're not able to find work. So what we want to do is figure out ways for you to get out of having to rely directly on that nine to five to find out other ways that you can make the income you need. Right. And you know, the smoking profit is known for giving life advice made easy. So you can imagine these tips that we're about to give you are super simple. Super simple. Let's go ahead and get started. All right. You are listening to the Smoking Profit Podcast with your hosts, Dante and Lola, who are here and ready to resource you spiritually, creatively, and socially so that you can live life and live life better, so that you can do life and do life better with inspiration that is actionable, kick back, and listen, because your life is about to be transformed. Growing up, I was taught that you work hard, you do well in school, you go to college, and you do all of these things for one purpose only. And what purpose is that? To get a good job. Mm. It wasn't that you did those things to create the life you wanted. You know? Yeah. It didn't say work hard, go to school, get education. Mm. To create the life you want. It's do all of those things to get a good job. Why can't we go to school? Why can't we work hard? Why can't we get an education and create our own jobs? It sounds like a novel idea, but it's something that actually blew my mind for two seconds. Why? Because I was one of those people who got trained to go to school to get that good job. And it never dawned on me to say, why don't I go to school, get this education I need, and create my own business or use what I've learned in order to build an empire or a legacy that I want to leave for other people, that I want to leave for my children. It didn't even dawn on me. I think most people feel the same way. It hasn't dawned on them. And that's why we're stuck in traditional work models. But the job market is changing in the next few decades a lot of the workers of the world will be gig workers or they'll be freelancing Mm. so essentially they'll be self-employed yeah they'll be working for themselves what we need to do as workers is we need to begin to adapt to this new job model that's coming i agree You and I had the opportunity to go to like this 
innovation meeting yeah. two years ago and they talked about different things that were happening in Charlotte mm-hmm. and different models that were being set up by companies. Like one company reminds me of college where they have basically a dorm yeah. right beside their work site so that employees can go and stay there mm-hmm. and then come back to work and then their work site has stuff for their employees to play with, game rooms. Yeah. Oh, so they can take breaks mm-hmm. and really, really, it's so interesting. But different. I just kind of went off on a totally different place that I didn't need to go. No, it's not that. But that's what you're saying. You're saying how these companies are adapting due to this change in our job models. And because of that, they have to adapt. So we also need to adapt. As workers and as people that want to make money, the first way to do that is by getting into the mindset of, Everything that you carry, your wisdom, your experience, your education, does not exist for you to make someone else wealthy. Hmm. It's there for you to make yourself wealthy. That's a dope line. It really is. Everything that's in me, everything that I carry, it's not for me to go to a company to make them all the money in the world. Exactly. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not for me to do that. So with the job market shifting and with us seeing the rise of independent workers, with the rise of freelance workers, now is the perfect time for you to get in on that. I talk to so many people and they carry their own unique strengths and sets of experience and wisdom. And I'm like, people would pay for that. I'm sorry, something you said just blew my mind. You said that so many people are experts in their field and people would pay for that. And I don't think that we realize the skills that we have just based on the experience, what we've learned so far in our job history and the Do education. you know the skills you have? Do I know the Can skills Can you name your top five strengths right now? My top five strengths? I cannot. Can you name your top three strengths? Numbers, accounting, finances. So I think that's the first step in feeling empowered to make money outside of the traditional job market. You need to know your skills. You're right. You need to know your strengths. Because when you know those, you can articulate them to others Mm -hmm. and sell yourself. And then it just helps you to see, wow, I do have this value that I bring and that I should be paid for. Yeah. Do you understand that? I do understand that. And I think this conversation with you is making me say, hmm, now I know I have these strengths. How can I utilize them? Mm-hmm. And by utilizing them, what can I do that someone would say, hey, I would pay you for that? I remember having a conversation with someone when I was talking about leaving the traditional work world. And they were like, well, what do you do? What services do you offer? What do you do? And knowing what we do also relates to our strengths and our skills, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. You got to know who you are. You got to know what you carry. You know, that's the first step in figuring out how to give something value. Yeah. You have to look at it. You have to identify it, Mm -hmm. right? When you're giving something value, when you're attributing value to someone or something. What do they have to offer? So we have to do that for ourselves, too. Mm. What are my strengths? Okay. How do I package this as a service? Yes. Mm -hmm. We have to do that. And I think that's why some people are so afraid to make the jump 
because they don't know their strengths. Mm. Yeah. They don't know them. So then when it comes time to package it as a service, you don't know what to do. Yeah. You can't create that package if you don't know what you're doing. You have to know. You have to know. You and I did some live streams before and we talked about different skill assessments. Yes. And strength assessments. Mm -hmm. I think my favorite one that we've done out of our skill assessments was the strength strengths finders. And I'm sorry if I say that wrong because I know... It has an S on it. It does. And then the strengths. And it's so like... Just let me say strength finder. It's much easier to say. Instead of strengths. Finders. Finders. Assessment. (laughs) Or strengths finder. I said that's... (laughs) Over here sounding like a snake. But why was it your favorite? I thought it was very informative. It gives you a list of about five of your strengths based off of the assessment and I felt that it matched me closest out of the other assessments that I've taken and one of the big ones I really liked was analytical because if you ask so Lola why would I ask you your strengths you couldn't name not one it, the word couldn't pop in my head because <laughs> like I was trying to think of it and it's funny we had just talked about it like we need to go find that so I can go through that list so you can go through yours exactly I, so have I, my... oh, I know in PDF form. An organization is one of Lola's skills, it by is. the way. <laughs> it is not one of mine, so she's been working on me. But one of mine is analytical. And if you have ever talked to Lola about me ever, you know that the first thing I'll think about is, okay, well, what do the numbers say? Let's let's look at this from this numerical standpoint. But it's one of the things that I find I enjoy numbers. So I thought that matches me perfectly. And that's one of the reasons that I really enjoyed the strength finders assessment yes i missed the s on that last one it's okay i like saying it the way you said it if you're looking to figure out your skills and your strengths we enjoy that assessment we did and there is a cost for it but i feel like it's worth it because it will add value to your life it will so that brings us to the next point you have to be willing to invest in you so if you want to say that Yes, what I carry is valuable enough for me to package and to monetize outside of the traditional nine to five along with my work or whatever you do. Then you have to be willing to invest in you. Completely agree. You have to be willing to spend money on the tools you need to make yourself more marketable. Yes. Because that's really all education and experience does. Mm -hmm. It makes you more marketable. It makes people look at you and say, I want to hire this person because they have something, they carry something that I want or that I need that can bring value to me. I completely agree. And you know what I just thought about? Me and Lola were watching the World Economic Forum. He was the CFO of Verizon. Mm -hmm. And he was basically stating that in three or four years, we lose, was it 30% of the skills that we had gained? Mm -hmm. Like 30% of our skills and competencies. Exactly. So we need to consistently be evolving ourselves and learning more. So you do that by investing in yourself. Lola has most definitely invested in herself. She's learned skills. She's learned new abilities every day she's trying to learn something new and it's one of the things that she makes me want to strive to do because I want to be more marketable to anyone that I'm trying to provide a service to I want to let them know that not only am I going to be an expert at what I do I'm going to consistently get better at what I do 
because not only am I investing in myself, but you're also trusting me. So I need to invest in myself. Which brings us to another point. Whatever you bring to people, you need to add value. Completely agree. You need to add value. If you want to get hired, if you want to get paid, if you want to make money in different ways, bring value to people. Yes. Dante and I were having a discussion just a few nights ago. We were talking about adding another expense. As we were discussing it, he was like, okay, how can we justify this expense? Yes. How can we make this money back? Mm -hmm. And from there, we started thinking about bringing another loss into the business and expense because that's what it is. It's a loss. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's red on the books. It's not black. (laughs) So we would be bringing in this red and we were thinking immediately, how can we cover this? Mm -hmm. But not only cover it to break even, how can we do more than that? Well, Dante said we need to add a service if we're doing this. Yes. And my mindset went to we need to add something that's valuable to people. So before we even add this expense to the smoking profit, we're going to figure out a service that will bring value to people. Mm. Because if we're bringing value to people, it's going to sell. Yes, it is. But if we're not bringing value to people, they're not going to see a need to pay for it. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that you have to look at. Add value. Exactly. How do my skills add value? What are my skills? How can I package them as a service? Uh Then from there, you invest in you. You're always upskilling yourself to make yourself more marketable. And then at the end of the day, whatever you're bringing to people, it needs to add value. When disruptions happen, you won't be left at the mercy of an organization Mm. when you've identified what your skills are when you've named your services when you've invested in you when you are providing something that's adding value if things go upside down you control how you're going to get income you know you will be seen as an asset and not as a liability and you can eventually move to this place where you're creating real wealth for yourself. I think that there is a lot of fear that probably is the biggest obstacle because they are fearful that they don't have that safety net that they somehow always think they're, they're going to have with their traditional job or with whatever you know their backup plan is. They're fearful that this attempt of theirs is not going to work. I just wish I would have started believing in myself a lot sooner. And I hope that you guys that are listening, you ladies, you gentlemen, whoever you are, you wonderful, beautiful people, you, I just hope that you start believing in yourself now if you already are not. And Dante and I are not telling you to go quit your job. We're not telling you we're to not. do that. We are not. What we're telling you is you are completely capable of monetizing what you have and bringing in some additional income for yourself. And in the event you are temporarily out of work, you can monetize your experience. Trust me, you can do that. Yes, there is a market for everything and there is someone who can see value in what you do. I think that's it for you all today. We're out of here. 
We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Again, it was super organic. We did not make any notes at all. We actually had a different set of notes of what we wanted to talk about, but we just didn't feel it when we started doing the podcast. And we said, no, we're just going to do something totally organic on this one and let you guys have it and hear our heart. We hope you guys have the most amazing life. Until next time, we're out. Bye. Bye.